Our psalm this morning is Psalm 72 on page 426. Morning prayer starts on page 3. O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me. Bring me unto thy holy hill, until thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Venite on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 72 is on page 426. Give the king thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the king's son. Then he shall, shall judge thy people according unto right, and defend the poor. The mountains also shall bring peace, and the little hills righteousness unto the people. He shall keep the simple folk by their right, defend the children of the poor, and punish the wrongdoer. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endureth, from one generation to another. He shall come down like the rain upon the mown, mown grass, even as the drops that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish, yea, in abundance of peace, so long as the moon endureth. His dominion shall be also from the one sea to the other, and from the river unto the world's end. They that dwell in the wilderness shall kneel before him. His enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles shall give presents. The kings of Arabia and Saba shall bring gifts. All kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall do him service. For he shall deliver the poor when he crieth, the needy also, and him that hath no helper. He shall be favorable to the simple and needy, and shall preserve the souls of the poor. He shall deliver their souls from falsehood and wrong, and dear shall their blood be in his sight. He shall live, and unto him shall be given of the gold of Arabia. Prayer shall be made, shall be made. unto him, and shall daily shall he be praised. There shall be an heap of corn in the earth, high upon the hills. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like grass upon the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall remain under the sun among the posterities, which shall be blessed in him, and all the nations shall praise him. 
Blessed be the Lord God, even the God of Israel, which only doeth wonder, wondrous things. And blessed be the name of his majesty forever, and all the earth shall be filled with his majesty. Amen, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 24th chapter of the book of Job. Since times are not hidden from the Almighty, why do those who know him see not his days? Some remove landmarks. They seize flocks violently and feed on them. They drive away the donkey of the fatherless. They take, a, they take the widow's ox as a pledge. They push the needy off the road so that the poor of the land are forced to hide. Indeed, like wild donkeys in the desert, they go out to their work, seeking diligently for food. The wilderness yields food for them and for their children. They gather their fodder in the field and, gl and glean in the vineyard of the wicked. They spend the night naked without clothing and have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the showers of the mountains and huddle around the rock for want of shelter. Some snatch the fatherless from the breast and take a pledge from the poor. They cause the poor to go naked without clothing, and they take away the sheaves from the hungry. They press out oil within their walls and tread wine presses, yet suffer thirst. The dying groan in the city, and the souls of the wounded cry out. Yet God does not charge them with wrong. There are those who rebel against the light. They do not know its ways, nor abide in its paths. The murderer arise with the light. He kills the poor and needy, and in the night he is like a thief. The, eyes, the eye of the adulterer waits for the twilight, saying, no eye will see me, and he disguises his face. In the dark they break into houses, which they marked for themselves in the daytime. They do not know the light. For the morning is the same to them as the shadow of death. If someone recognizes them, they are in the terrors of the shadow of death. Here endeth the first lesson. Padium Laudamus, page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. 
We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vow safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here begins the second chapter of the epistle of Titus. But as for you, speak the things which are proper for sound doctrine, that the older men be sober, reverent, temperate, sound in faith, in love, in patience. The older women likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Likewise exhort the young men to be sober-minded, in all things showing yourself to be a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing integrity, reverence, incorruptibility, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that one who is who as an opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil to say of you. Exhort servants to be obedient to their masters, to be well-pleasing in all things, not answering back, not pilfering, but showing all good fidelity, that they may, be, may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior, in all things. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. Here endeth the second lesson. Jubilate Deo on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, for as much as without thee we are not able to please thee, mercifully grant that thy Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. It's uh, welcome to the 19th Sunday in, in Trinity. We see um, in our, in our um, colic this morning, we see that we're not able to do things to please God without the Holy Spirit. And so we pray that the Holy Spirit directs and guides us. And what we see in our, our passage today is a contrast between the evildoer and the believer. In Job, the depravity of the evildoer is sickening. Um, it's the things that are happening there, the um, taking a baby from a fatherless uh, mother right off the breast, uh, murdering the poor, stealing food. Um, it's just, it's disgusting. I probably don't have to go over it anymore. It reminds me when um, Nina and I read uh, Bill, Bill O'Reilly's Killing Jesus. And when you, when you read the, the history of the time and what, what was happening in the depravity of the times. And I remember um, Nina said, wow, I didn't know the Romans were such a wicked, evil people. And uh, I said, well, do you think they did the, the commandments back in 2000, 4,000 years ago? Because, um, you know, 90 and 2020 things would be bad. The things have always been bad. There've been bad people the whole time. Uh, kind of directs us when, the other day when we were talking about, uh, we struggle against flesh and, not against flesh, but against principalities and powers, and it makes it kind of evident who's who's kind of in the as Jesus called him the prince of this world. So we see this this evil depravity, and it's contrasted in Titus when we see um, the directions to the believers. And it's interesting, Titus in this chapter, or Paul in this chapter, writes to Titus and says um, he speaks to the older men, be sober, reverent, and temperate. Uh, older women likewise be reverent in behavior. In other words, examples. Um, and then the younger women, and I like this because one of the things I run into in therapy a lot is someone, you know, it says to love your husbands. And sometimes I think about that and I think, oh yeah, I'll just read that to the women and tell them to go love their husbands. But sometimes the husbands are 
pretty frustrating. So what my point is, is sometimes when we hold or withhold love from anybody, it's because we are afraid that if we show them any affection or love that we're approving of something they do that they're not supposed to be doing. And that's not this says, it says love your husband. And so, um, and then, so I think that what I mean, so we can generalize that and say, uh, love, love the brothers and sisters that you're supposed to love. And it doesn't mean you, uh, you approve of any of their uh, activities if they're doing something that isn't right. But uh, there's a difference between acceptance and approval. And that's important to remember because we are commanded to love. So um, just some things that we, we need to do. Um, so let's see here. We know, we know. The thing, the thing is, when we look at Job and we see all the evil, uh, we know, and Bishop taught us on Friday morning, we know that the outcome for e the evildoer is already determined. In other words, he said when we were looking at Job, he said um, that Job's, Job's finale, when Job's reward, it's already, it's already determined. It's just a matter of it hasn't played out yet. And so we have to wait um, for the judgment on, on evil, for the for the righteousness to come, for the balance and the fairness to come, because it hasn't played out in our lives yet. And Job knew this. He he actually knew that um, God was right and would would do these things. His problem is sometimes I think what our problem is we we don't we don't begrudge God for you know, holding back His judgment. We just want to know when and when you know where and how it's going to happen. And so that's what God has to come down and tell Job is, hey, I'm God, I'll just, you, you be faithful and I'll take care of the rest of this, just leave it to me. And isn't that our problem is leaving it to God the whole time? We want to do it ourselves because we have such a better plan sometimes in our own mind. So we have to wait patiently for justice to play out in the lives of others and for goodness of God to play out in ours. Let's continue with the um, prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Almighty. Father of all mercies, we then unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. Bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. 
for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Jack, for helping me with that, and uh, good to be with you. Have a great 19th Sunday in Trinity. And thank you for those thank good you, words. Bob. That was good. Yes, Bob. thank you for that. That was a great meditation. Thank you. Well, thank a you very much. This was great. Oh, it was have a good day, everybody. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>